And I'm Sonia. And this is what we like. Yeah! <laughs> I live my life unapologetically. I do. It could be petty because I have a petty spirit. And my petty spirit is live and well. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Cindy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. It's um actually a little cool here. and But again, I'm not going to complain because it'll be 60 degrees again before you know it. It was like 66 degrees yesterday when I left to go to work. When I came out, it was like 40 degrees. And then this morning, uh-huh. it was like 32 degrees. So... But that's okay. It'll warm back up at least by next week or so. So I'm okay. I get it. it. So, you know, last weekend we went to see Queen and Slim. Have you seen it? No. Was it good? You know, before we went, I had heard mixed reviews. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. So I was like, okay, I don't know what to expect. It... I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? So, so, I want to okay, say... Okay, so that's not a good sign because you just didn't jump out and say yes. I was a little disappointed. Really? And, and, yeah, I, I, I was. It was... Some of it, to me, did not seem realistic. You're going to meet someone uh, they met online. You're going to go on this date. First time meeting. And you guys are going to run off together. I, um, I don't know. Oh, no. And I had high expectations. But you might like it, so still see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to still see it. Um, yeah, I'm going to still see it. I was disappointed by the ending. But, you know. Um, oh, I'm no. glad I saw it. I'm I'm glad I saw it, and I think overall, okay, yeah, but I'm like, how realistic is this? Okay. That was my, my walk away. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that'll be on my to-do list, and then we can compare notes next week. When, yeah, let's uh, let let us do that. You know what? I I did want to ask you about one more thing. Did you see J.R. Smith's wife on Instagram? A video of her going live saying a prayer about him cheating yeah, on her. I did. <laughs> I saw some of it, and you know, I, I was like, okay, I I, don't, I felt bad even watching the rest. Like, but, but I thought. He was saying that they were separated. Well, she went on. She did the <laughs> prayer. In her prayer, she's praying for him. She's praying for the young lady, Candace Patton, that he's supposedly right. seeing. And she's just asking God to, to I guess, convict their hearts that they're doing something wrong uh, and, and let them be convicted. But he came out today and said, I really don't think this relationship stuff should be aired on social media. But, you know, if God said, come out and pray, 
why didn't God also tell you to tell these people that we're separated and we have been separated for months? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. I don't know. The whole separation thing can get tricky just because sometimes when one spouse moves on or starts dating, then the other spouse gets in their feelings and wants to pull the, but we still married card, you know? Well, is, and, is that a conversation that is had when, when we decide to separate, is it a conversation? Are there different types of separation? So is it a thing of, okay, we're going to separate right now, but we fully intend to get back together. We just need some space, meaning we're not seeing other people or we're separated, but we know this is leading towards divorce and we each can do our thing. And and see, that's what I think it is. I think it's definitely a conversation because there are two different types or maybe more, but at least two different types of we're separated. Like, Sometimes you you can get separated exactly like you said. You just need some space from each other. But there's no talk of divorce or anything like that. You just need some space. But then there are other times where you know that it's leading to divorce, but you're separating until all the formal paperwork and everything can be done. And so... Uh, Obviously, they either A, didn't have that conversation about which avenue they're going, or B, somebody decided to go the other route in the midst of their separation. You know, like, maybe maybe she didn't get the memo that they were, you know, actually going down the divorce route. Or maybe she did get the memo and she flipped, and when she saw that he was actually moving on and trying to see other people. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of sad, though. You know, when when you're not in agreement, I don't know. It's it That would just be hard, especially if you thinking that you're separating, but with intent to get back together. And then you see your spouse dating somebody. And apparently she's an she's an actress or something. She's been in some film or something. Somebody see. I don't know. I've I've never really seen of her or heard anything from her. I've seen a couple pictures posted of the two of them, but that's all. I don't I don't know anything else about her. Yeah, she's she's some sort of actress or something. She was in some show because somebody sent the story to me and then told me, you know, who it was or whatever. So anyway, I just, you know, hope that they can get that all together because I know that's an uncomfortable situation for everybody, especially when it's being played out, you know, in social media or, you know. And that, that that was part of the people in her comments. Their thing is, okay, why is she doing this? Why is she on live praying? Like, we don't need to hear that. That this is a right. private moment between you and your man. Like, what what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And she got a lot of criticism for for doing that. 
But when she did, I mean, it's not something that I would do, but she was like, hey, everybody's in my DMs. Everybody's sending me stuff, letting me know what's going on. So, okay, here I am. I'm here to answer. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. So hopefully they'll, you know, get that back together soon or what, however it's supposed to be because I'm sure that's uncomfortable for both of them. You know. Yes. So, so anyway, I guess we we just did our car chatter without saying it was car chatter. So that, <laughs> in fact, was our car chatter, and we can jump right into this week's topic. And it's something that um, I saw that you had posted in a in a in our little group thing, um, and it says make a list. People that need me and people that feed me. And is is the list balanced? And so I thought, wow, that's really, you know, that's a good thing. Like if I had to make a list and I quickly had to make a list of people that need me versus that feed me, I really feel like my need me list would be a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Ditto. <laughs> I feel like it would be a lot longer. But I saw a movie this weekend called, um, and it's on Amazon Prime, Britney Runs a Marathon. And it was a lot, the, the message in the movie was a lot different than what I thought the movie was going to be about. And of course, yes, yeah, she's running the marathon, but the movie is about why she's running the marathon or whatever. But really, the movie was about letting people support you how they can support you different ways and how basically letting people feed you you know um and for her it was kind of hard for her to to do that and it made me think about um the the people who do support me how they support me and how I allow them to support me. So sometimes I feel like people want to support you, but you you just don't let them because you used to being the supporter instead of the supportee. So even when the very few people try to support me, I, I don't even know if I know how to take it because I'm so used to supporting other people. I don't know what being supported looks like sometimes. You know, the only time I really know how to take it is if it happens without me, you know, knowing it's happening. Like I've said to you before that sometimes you say things that are helpful and supportive, but you don't say, I didn't solicit it. And you're not just giving random advice. It's just, we're talking. And you just say something and later I think, wow, that was really helpful. So it was very supportive. But I don't all the time, you know, let people support me or feed me because I just don't, I just don't know how sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that was a good subject. That was a, a good question or topic to do, to think about. I know. know when I saw that, I think I got that from Yes Girl essence Uh uh, podcast and i the same thing when i saw it i immediately was even without actually 
doing the list, I was able to tell that, hey, I know that my uh, my list of who feeds me is, or who, I'm getting it mixed up, right. need me and feed me. My need right. me list is a lot longer than my feed me list. And I, I think it's one of those things, and we have discussed it before, if you've been in that role where you are the one, the go-to person, you become that person that is feeding into others. And then after you've done that for so long, you don't usually get fed into. And then you also, you're, you're in a position where you learn not to know how to accept being fed into. Mm-hmm. But I am in a shift, I think, in my life right now with a lot of things. And one of those things is I I think that I am finding that I want to be fed into more. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily go out and, and purposely say that. But when it happens, I think that I'm more accepting of it than I was in the past. Which is a good thing because I think mm-hmm. that list needs to be more balanced and I think we need to know how to accept and if it's not accepting, ask mm-hmm. <laughs> what we need to be fed into. Now on the other end, on, on, on that need list, the people that need me, that's one of those things where it, it is what it is and it's it's a lot harder to transition out of that role. Right. So it's, it, it becomes one of those things of you try to make it better for yourself, but you right. stay in that role, but then you try to balance it out and then get fed into more. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things that I want to try to do is um, the the people who actually want to support me. I want to learn how to allow it or, you know, let it happen or, you know. So what do you think, what do you think that comes from not wanting to accept it? I think quite honestly, two things, just sometimes it's not that I don't want to, I just feel almost awkward when, um, when I do try to and and then just because which sounds really crazy but I almost feel a little weakness when I have to you know be fed or um, I have to be the one who you know is in need I feel a little weakness and so I don't let it happen all the time. And I I understand that because I was I was thinking along those lines when I asked you the question because for me where I was with that is it was difficult for me to accept it. I didn't ask for it. I never asked for it. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm in a shift now where I uh, I'm able to at this point. But before I I didn't ask for it. And when it was offered or not even offered if it was if it appeared 
that someone was trying to do that, I was hesitant in accepting it because when you are that person that have people that need you and rely on you, then you it kind of puts you in a place where you feel like you have to be you have to know everything right and and you have to be although it's very clear i know there is no perfection here on earth but you feel like you have to be almost perfect so if you right. accept this offering from people then that means that you're not perfect and that means right. that you're not that leader that everybody looks upon you to be. Yeah. So I've, I've come to the place where it's like, yeah, you know what? No, I'm not perfect. And I don't have all the answers. And I can't be the one that's feeding into everybody all the time because I now realize and accept that I need to be fed in, into. Right. Yeah. I, um... I don't know. I it, it's it's hard for me to to think about what that would even look like. Like asking for assistance or support or you know whatever, or just being open and you know just wide open for somebody, you know, and saying I need I need help. I think um I'm trying slowly but most of the people that I feel like that I would go to um for that you know that are in my circle a lot of them need me you know so I feel like I wouldn't what what do I look like asking for help when they need me you know so I don't know I, I do have a couple of people who would support me, but that, th this movie, um, not giving away the movie or whatever, but you know, the, the title of the movie is she's running a marathon. So yeah, in the movie, she was running a marathon and people were trying to help her train and, and support mm -hmm. her in being able to do it. And she just really got angry about people wanting to help her. And I, it made me think about like sometimes when people want to support me, I I don't get angry, but I get in my feelings about it because I'm like, what do they think? I can't I can't do this by myself. I'm weak, or you know I don't know how to you know do X Y Z. But really, you 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 have to let people. Sometimes everybody needs a little help a little push in the back or a little, you know, hand holding across, you know, across the street or whatever. And, and it's okay. And that's the, the movie was really crazy, but that's what I got from the movie is, <laughs> you know, you have to let people support you the way they can support you. And, and different people were trying to support her in different ways. And, you know, she didn't want it. She didn't want it this way. She didn't want it that way. And I took it that you, you just have to let people support you the way they can. Like one person may be able to talk you through it. Another person may not be able to talk or listen, but they may be able to come by and 
you know, do something or, or whatever, you know, but you have to let people support you the way they, they can, you know, whatever they can do. So, um, because I think that's what I do for people. I, I, I can't always support you financially, but maybe I can just sit and listen, you know, or, you know, maybe I can just come and attend whatever you're doing or be that soundboard for a new project or something. But maybe I can't always be financial help or what, whatever. So I appreciate that people let me su support them th the best way that I can, you know. So I thought this was a good. Now, the, the last question was, is it balanced? No. No. <laughs> no. It's not. Something but else we should it, work on. Right. But another question is, is it ever balanced? I don't think it would ever be balanced if we're talking about a 50-50. But I don't think it should be a, a 75-80 to 25-20 either. Right. Right. And if you just had to glance at your list, would you say you're in that 75, 80? Definitely. 25, <laughs> yeah. I would too. I'm coming out of it too. though. I'm I'm coming out of it. Yeah, we have been talking about you've been, you know, making some changes for the better um, for that. So that's good. I don't know that I'm quite there yet that I'm making the changes. I think that that requires you to learn how to say some no's or I can't do that or whatever. And not only being able to say it, but follow, follow through, through with it. Right, right. Because you know? I can say it and I do say it sometimes, but I don't follow through. You know, so... Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think that's, I don't like new year's resolutions because it just seems like a list that you start and then, you know, by February, March, you don't even know what was on the <laughs> list or whatever. Yeah, and I don't make them. So I don't make the list, but I, I will say that that's something ongoing that I would like to, you know, like to work on. So I I need to get my nose in order. I need and to your follow learn through. how to be and my follow throughs. That's where I get lost. Like, you know, I'll say no and then somebody will ask me a second or a third time and before you know it, I'm doing whatever I said no to. You know, so I I think learning how to say no is really important. Really important. And I think you you said you're doing a good job at it. Yeah, it's still a work in progress, but I I will I will say no and I have said no to some things and I have not done some things that I would have normally done. And uh -huh. I I've, I've been okay with it. Well, that's good. That's that's good. That's what I'm striving for. <laughs> That is definitely what I'm striving for because I think balance is really important. And it is. if you're giving, then you 
should be getting. And it's and it's never the same. Never 50-50, but you should be close. You know. And and my other question is, do you think the same people who um the same people who are the need me people can be my need me people, people will not be my feed me people. Okay. Okay. And is that just because of who they are or because you just don't want the need me's to be the feed me's? No, I would be okay if the need me's could be the feed me's. I, I would be okay with that. I don't see that right now. And right now, right. my feed me's are not my need me's. <laughs> so that, that's just where I am at this point in time. Right. Now, as I continue through this shift... If some of my need me's transition into my feed me's, that would be great. And I'm I'm completely open to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think mine's are the same, the same. I, I I know they're not the same people. And it's not my choice. It's just how it happens that I don't I don't think sometimes that the need me's know that you may need to be fed as well. Yeah, some of them, they don't don't, know how to feed. Right. And it could be the same thing. We've conditioned ourselves to be in the need me role. And that's all we know until we do something different. And the same is for them. They've been conditioned to be in the feed me role. So that's all they know until they choose to do something different. But usually the, the, the need me's won't make that step to do something different. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought, I just thought that was a really good um, topic when I saw it, um, that you had it on the list and like you said you got it from Yes Girl podcast and, and I think they got it YouTube. from a sermon from TDJ yes yeah mm-hmm. so that was a good that was a good topic uh, I guess we can wrap it up there and talk about Ratchet Recap and so I know we usually talk about either um, Real Housewives or Married to Medicine, and I briefly saw a little bit of each episode. I didn't see a whole lot going on. I know there's this thing going around on Twitter with Nene, you know, saying she's only on the episodes, you know, one or two scenes, but she's still basically that chick, you know, and the show ain't nothing without her, blah, blah, blah. Me personally, my thoughts on that is I I forget that she's not even on there. Like until I see something that she says on Twitter, I'm like, oh yeah, she wasn't even on there. Let's be honest, Marlo can very easily take her place, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And you know how I feel about Marlo. I know, but yeah, I don't. But she was playing like the peacemaker. In, right. in this episode, because she talked to Portia, and she was trying to get Portia to talk to Dennis, and then she was also talking to Portia about 
her riff with with Nini, and she was trying to be that peacemaker. Right, right. I think having the children in her life has really, you know, softened her a bit. Now she had a few messy moments. Um, on the, I, I think she, I felt a little bit when she took Portia to like the hot dog place, and then she, I, I did think she was being sincere about telling her. You know, basically to talk to Dennis and that, you know, she she could still love him or whatever. I just felt like she might have had one or two messy moments. I, I don't know. But as they I, are overall, you yeah, overall, you're right. I did feel like she was just kind of going around trying to, you know, mend fences between everybody. And I you know? I think that we are seeing this new side of, of Marlo, but I also think that this could be the true Marlo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but <laughs> I, uh, I will say that this is a different side of her and it almost gives a different tone to the show, which you don't get to see like them just doing you know, things like this, like trying to get everybody back on track or whatever and and just being nicer to each other. You know, I don't know. It seems like Nene and I haven't even watched this, the parts of the show where she's in. I'm just reading her Twitter stuff and I'm like, you almost have to, it's almost like she has to promote herself on Twitter just so that people won't forget because I honestly didn't think two cents about her until I saw her on Twitter. She made a brief appearance when she was speaking with her life coach. But the thing with Nene was that she just basically distanced herself from all of the ladies, I think with the exception of Marlo and maybe that Yovanya, but those are not the main, or those are not even peach holders, I should say. So if if you're not getting along with or talking to or interacting with the Cynthia's and the Portia's and the Kenya's, then you're not going to be on there a whole lot because that's the nuts and bolts of the cast. So, I mean, if you're going to do an appearance here with Marlo and you find, yeah, you're going to get that, but you're not going. And I guess maybe her problem is, is that the editing didn't revolve around her and the people that she is talking to. Yeah. But I mean, she may be paid more, but as far as who people are really more concerned about, I know for me, I want to see Cynthia get married and, you know, have a, a a good life because that seems like something she is really wanting right now. She really wants to marry this man. I, I like, um, I don't know too much about Tanya, so I could take her either way, you know, I really want to see the Portia storyline play out. And to me, Portia's storyline is much more entertaining than 
whatever kind of mean girl situation Nene has going on. Because that's all she ever is, is a mean girl to me. Yeah. And at 50-some years old, do you still want to be known as the mean girl? I don't want to be known as the mean girl at any age. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. But especially, it's not a good look for over 50. You it's not a good it's not a good look it's it's not a it's not a good look for anybody it's it's just not like i don't want my nieces in their 20s to be mean girls like that's just it's it's not cute exactly no exactly you know on on married to medicine cynthia crossed over she was there having drinks with quad they're friends oh okay or so they said on married to medicine But the 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 main. Well, I did read something that they all kind of, you know, because they go to all the Bravo events or whatever. So, a lot of them do like cross shows. Yeah. Off off camera. Yeah, Quad did say that her and Cynthia met just out and about in Atlanta, and from there they just started, you know, kicked off a friendship and started hanging out. But on this one. My well, two things. Buffy had an event at at her. <laughs> she rented a place and she had an event where she did uh, spa treatments for the ladies. And and Jackie is still not feeling Buffy, and it was it was evident it was she just she wasn't feeling Buffy. And but my funny was they were getting on the the they were getting ready to leave Buffy's home to go to the location where she was having the spa treatment. And as they were getting onto the bus, Quad pulls up and Heavenly goes over to Quad's car because it's raining and Heavenly has an umbrella. Quad is just talking mm-hmm. and talking and gets out of the car, takes the umbrella, <laughs> just walks away and Heavenly is just oh. standing there. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, and, and Heavenly is okay with that. It's kind of like she's a lap dog, but like, okay, whatever. But the the other part uh, on this episode is that because we talked about it last week, Contessa and Scott with their marriage counseling sessions, and they had another session, and Scott admitted that in 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 thinking in thinking back and and with the help of the counseling sessions that yeah, he thinks that he did sabotage uh, Contessa's whole school thing, and. He may have planted, or he did plant some stuff into the kids. Like, unconsciously, he did it, but it's like, I just, at the time, I didn't feel like that's what I was doing. But right now, I can say, yes, I I just kind of sabotaged the whole situation so that she would have to come home every weekend and sometimes during the week, and that she would have to be here. And that ultimately led to her quitting the program, and he just, he owned everything. And he apologized oh, wow. and told her that he wanted her to re-enter the program. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? Whether I re-enter or not, that would mean a lot to me that you own up to it. And she said you know, that. Like, just own up to it. And for me, a lot of times that, that I just want somebody to own up that you what you did and how I move after that, who who knows? Yeah. But just 
because sometimes you when you know what you know, but then people are like, nah, that's not how I did it. Right. You're like, well, am I going crazy or am I being mean or am I misinterpreting something? She said exactly that. She said hearing him say that, hearing him admit it and take ownership is almost as fulfilling as having that degree. Right. I would believe that. That's how I would feel. Like just knowing that you took ownership for it and that I wasn't crazy in believing what I thought, that would be that would be worth it. Like, okay, maybe I don't even go back to school. You know, or maybe I find another way. Maybe I go in Atlanta and it takes me, I don't know, five years instead of three or whatever. But yeah, that that would that would really make me feel really good that he was honest about it. So that's that's good for him. Yes. That's really good. And, for and him. the counselor said that. She said it took a, a lot. She said some big kahunas. Like for him uh-huh. to admit that. And and she as soon as he did, she said she could see the shift and even how they were relating to one another, even in in the, in the atmosphere in the room. You can it just like the tense and the pressure that was there before it. It almost like instantly went away when he said that. They uh-huh. it's it's like in that moment they got closer. Yeah, well that's good. I'm 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 glad that worked out because it seemed like that was putting a big rift in their relationship, and I'm glad that that worked out for them. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch the the full episode. Um, I'm still on when they went to the strip club <laughs> and, and all of that. That was actually funny to me because poor little Damon was just getting lap danced and breast and everything in his face he was asked did he want to have sex and he just he just sitting there trying to live life and just (laughs) I like him though he just seems like a really nice guy so yeah that's that's the last part I saw but I will definitely get caught up but from just the little parts that I saw of the latest episodes doesn't seem like a whole lot going on no so, yeah. And I think and the next go, one is the season finale. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And before we go, do you think that um, Portia and Dennis will get married? I know that's like what they're planning or whatever, but do you think they will really get married? No idea. <laughs> I, I have. Yeah. I mean, I can... I can, on one hand, I can see them definitely getting married. And then on another, if he makes a, he called a mistake and she didn't like that, and then he corrected and said he made a a bad decision. So I was like, if he makes another bad decision, then no. Yeah. And, you know, I I hope it works out for her because I know that's probably a really tough situation again to be in because for a while you would just have to deal with me not feeling comfortable with you 
just getting up and running to the store. Like, I may want to know what store, how long you're going to be gone, or I may want to go, <laughs> you know, just because it may take me a minute to fully trust you because you have destroyed the trust. Like, so, yeah, so hopefully they can, because it seems like being together for family was really important to her, for her daughter. And so hopefully she can work that out with him. Whatever that looks like for her, whatever she wants, hopefully that'll work out for her. So, yeah. And they, I heard that she might even get a show. <laughs> like her and Dennis might even get a show. That would be entertaining. Yes, it would. I would love to see how that would, you know, play out. So, but anyway, okay, well, I guess we can wrap that up for this week's episode and we will see everyone next week. Bye. Bye. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at What We Like. Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week. Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye. Bye.